you want to know the silver lining in all of these things that have happened over the past couple of weeks, past couple of months, past couple of years. You want to know the silver lining in all of this. There's a few. But the one for me, in 32 years, I've never did a deep dive into my history. Ever. I knew some things here and there. You know, I've I've heard the stories obviously you learn in school, and I did a little bit of reading here and there myself. I did a little bit of research here and there myself, but I never really went in depth with a lot of stuff. I never really took the time to really learn the things that I probably should have known at a much younger age. You know, with with George Floyd passing and Brianna and Ahmad and Rashad and Philando, which that one hit me harder than any other one. It it made me have to take a deep dive. And the reason why is because I've been forced to defend my experiences to people who've never had to experience what I've had to experience and, the, and see the things that I've seen. I've been forced to go against statistics and rely on personal experience that's not a part of the statistics. I've had to show multiple instances of systemic racism, of prejudice, of wrongful convictions, of profiling. I've had to use my experiences and share them more than I've ever had to in my life. And when that wasn't enough for people to see the big picture of what's going on here, I had to do research on history. You know, I did not know about the Tulsa, Oklahoma massacre 99 years ago. I had no idea. I had never heard of it. I know now. And I know of the horrible thing that happened there. I obviously knew about slavery. That's no secret. I knew about Jim Crow. I knew about segregation. I knew all those things, right? But now we're at a point towards everything's got to be in your face now for you to even comprehend it or give it a chance to see the other side. That Philando Castile story is the one that I will always go back to because that was a law-abiding citizen who had papers to carry a firearm. And I'm telling you this if you don't know the story because I've spoken to some people and I try to bring up these stories of what's happening to my fellow brothers and sisters, my people, and the people who are not of color don't know these stories. They only know what the media said. And even then, the media wasn't completely honest with them because it's built to lie to them. It's built to paint a picture and run the narrative. And the narrative has been wrong. You know, I just watched the movie 
um, Just Mercy with Michael B. Jordan and Brie Larson and Jamie Foxx. And that movie is about a man who was accused of murdering an 18-year-old white girl and was on death row for six and a half years until a Harvard lawyer, a black Harvard lawyer, came down and was finally able to prove his innocence and had to go through so many hoops and so much red tape to prove this man's innocence, but he was able to do it. And that movie hurt my heart, man. It was good, but it hurt my heart because, you know, I'm I'm watching it and it started in 1987 and a lot of the things that were happening in that movie, I was like, wow, 30 plus years later, I'm seeing the same thing. I'm seeing the exact same thing. I've watched Chappelle's 8 minutes 46 seconds on YouTube. I've watched The Daily Show with Trevor Noah when he talks about Philandro Castile. And they resonate so well because it hurts. It hurts to know that there were people who were who weren't doing anything that would warrant their death and they're dead now. Philando had papers to have a firearm. He told the officer he had papers. The officer asked where the firearm was. He told him it's in the glove box with the papers. Cop tells him don't reach for it. He goes, I'm not going to reach for it. He didn't reach for it. And the cop laid into him and gunned him down in front of his wife, in front of his daughter. Take out race. Take out race. There's The video is out there. You see the entire interaction. Philando didn't resist arrest. He was calm. He complied. And he was gunned down. And I'm focusing on Philando because people, for some reason, can't... The people who are arguing the other side can't take George Floyd as the guy. And they think that we need to make him a hero. We don't need... We don't need to make him a hero. He's the guy because of how he was killed and how it was broadcasted. Eight minutes and 46 seconds, this man had a knee on his neck. And the world watched. The world watched. (laughs) That's why. That's why it hurts so much for George. But I'm going to take George out of the equation. I'm going to go to Philando. Because Philando worked with kids. He was a father. He was a husband. And now his daughter. I I would be surprised if she did not have trauma from from seeing that happen. She was three, I believe, if, if I'm not mistaken. I, she was young. I think she might have been three, maybe a little bit older. But to watch your father get killed by police for following the law. And yet that officer was acquitted? How does that happen? How do, how do we as a people 
not have sympathy for that. You know, I, I hear the argument of, and I think I might have said this before, of, well, there are white people getting killed by cops too, and you're absolutely right. I watched the video of that guy. I can't remember his name. I'm going to be honest with you. He got lost in the shuffle for me. He was handcuffed on the ground, and the cops were making fun of him. They were... They had him detained and were still using excessive force, joking around with him, poking fun at him. And he's begging for his life. And then when the when the EMTs get there, that man's dead. That white man is dead. So I want to make this clear. I understand that there's a Black Lives Matter movement. And yes, I'm pro for it. I'm all for it because what people don't understand is the bigger picture. And the bigger picture here is the justice for the Black Lives Matter and for all black lives. It's just a stepping stone to justice for everybody. We need to understand as a people that America has a problem. It's not just blacks. It's not just Hispanics. It's not just Asians. It's not just people of color. Everyone. But... We in the Black Lives Matter category are standing up. We're making our voices heard. We want you to know that we see that there's a problem. And it starts with our people. If we were to just picture this for a second, if we were to get justice for the black lives that have been taken, for the black people who are being incarcerated for no reason, for the black people who are getting killed, unarmed, shot in the back, for no reason. Do you not understand the volumes that that speaks for everybody else? I got friends who were sexually assaulted. No justice. These are white people too. Molested. No justice. Domestic violence. No justice. Fostered. No justice. Wrongfully accused. No justice. The system is flawed for everyone. These people that are saying all lives matter, I hear you. And I'm not going to disagree with you. You're correct. All lives matter. The black people are suffering. So if you're not willing to help the black people, then how can you say all lives matter? Because black people are lives as well. Our lives do matter. You know? For the record, I'm not crying. I just, sinuses maybe, I don't know. But this is, this is a moment in time where you want to be on the right side of history. And I, I've had to argue. I've had to argue with people about why this is so important. Why is George Floyd the hero? He doesn't have to be the hero. He can be just another step to the change. The peaceful protesting is a step towards the change. His, the officers that were a part of killing him being charged and put in jail is a part of the change. You realize that when that happened, what was the next thing people went to? We now want justice for Breonna Taylor. We want justice for Breonna. 
We want justice for Ahmad. And the list will continue because there's so many bodies that had no justice. They didn't even get a chance at justice. They were just taken. And I want you to take race out of it for one second. Do you believe that anybody should go out the way that these people have gone out? Sleeping in your bed, you get eight bullets to the chest. You get handcuffed and then you get killed in the street. You're 15 years old. You're walking around with a hoodie and you get killed by a regular civilian who just didn't like you. That's not justice. That's that's the, the it it blows my mind that I have to argue with people and debate with people about justice. You know, if you haven't watched the Dave Chappelle 8 minutes 46 seconds, you need to watch it. But one of the things that he brought up that was hitting the nail right on the head. There was a black LAPD officer and I'm going to I'm going to paraphrase it as much as I can because I don't want to he explains it in much better detail than I can so you need to watch it there's a black LAPD police officer that was running a case with his partner who is a white woman who he felt she used excessive force on a person he filed a formal a formal complaint and then in a short time later he was fired and he went through the system to try to be reinstated and they did not reinstate him so he wrote a memoir of sorts saying that he was going to wage asymmetrical war on the police and their families. And he went on a killing spree, killing cops and killing their families. And then when the cops found out where he was, they lit him up 400 deep from my understanding. And they lit him up. Swiss cheese, this man, the way that Dave Chappelle said it. And 400 cops showed up because one of their own was killed. And yet, when a black person's killed, you're baffled as to why these people, my people, feel the way that they feel. If the shoe was on the other foot, I got a lot of white friends. I have way more white friends than I do black, and I'm not afraid to admit it. If one of my white friends was murdered in cold blood and then the news media and the social outlets spun the message that my friend was a criminal and that my white friend was a crook and they were a thug or they were whatever I'm mad too I'm marching for them too because wrong is wrong and justice is justice I want everybody to see that. I want everyone to understand that the world as a whole is starting to see it and understand it. You think that Germany is marching for no reason. You think England is marching for no reason. You think Melbourne is marching for no reason. Every city in the United States is marching for no reason. What explanation do you have that everyone in the world is being manipulated by propaganda? You, you can't be that close-minded. And I don't mean to insult anybody when I say these things. But you got to wake up. 
You got to take a one step out of your bubble and just take the time to listen and take the time to educate yourself and take the time to see the world for what it is and realize it ain't perfect, man. It's not perfect. But we can make it a little bit better. The police system needs to be fixed. The justice system needs to be fixed. And we can do that. But we got to come together. We got to understand that there's a problem. We have to admit that there is a problem. And we as a whole need to work to fix it and make it better. No more dead bodies in the streets. No more dead cops. No more of my black people dying. No more of my white compadres dying. No more of my Hispanic brothers and sisters dying. Asians. No more. No more.